Looks like we made it to another weekend, and this is actually one of the first oh. weekends where I don't think I have anything at all planned. You didn't have anything planned last weekend, buddy. No, I feel like we did something last weekend. Friday evening, we did something. Yep, we watched, um, we got sushi, and we watched Chris Stefano. Oh, no, and then we met up with our friend uh, oh, E-White. That was like a last-minute spontaneous thing. But it was still like a thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was still going out and doing something. I've got nothing, zero, absolutely nada planned for this weekend. E-White is on the air in Minnesota. Minnesota. I do that all the time. On KDWB. Yes. And in Minneapolis. What? That's that- in Minnesota. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's also on in places like Denver. Yeah. Uh, he's on a- across the country with uh, with iHeartRadio. Great guy. And he has a podcast. And we had only like said maybe seven words to each other on social media. Yeah. And he had DM'd me on Friday. I was like, hey, I'm in Seattle for this weekend. I know this is super random, but if you guys are available, do you want to hang out? We spent like five hours yeah. together on Saturday night. Uh, but it is nice to not have any plans except for this podcast. And uh, let's get this thing started. What's up? It's Pete Wentz from Fall Out Boy. And you're listening to my two favorite people, Carla Marie and Anthony. It's my day Friday. Hi, I'm Perry. Hi, I'm Leanne. Hi, I'm Jesse. Hi, I'm Jade. And we're Little Mix. And you're listening to. It's my Friday, bitches. Yes, welcome to the podcast that started it all. The only reason I even like Carla Marie a little bit uh, is from this podcast. And I wonder if Pete Wentz still thinks we are his two favorite people. I wonder if, if he still holds that belief. Probably. Um, I rem- I'm saying this so we don't forget it. We have to read some of the emails that we got when we had said, has anyone listened to Oh yeah, all of the episodes? It seems like you have. It seems like there are people who have done that. But I, I will mention this person now, Henry Davidson, had said he's listened to all of them except for the elusive number one. And I was like, we definitely ended up posting it one week when we didn't have, we were in, I remember we were in Lake Tahoe and we didn't have like enough internet or something mm-hmm. or whatever it was. So I was like, I can upload this new, there was a reason why we couldn't do it. So I found the old number one and I posted it and the first podcast the you're first talking one. about, you keep calling it the number one. The, it is the number one. It's called, it's Episode the first one. podcast. And I have it. Like, we have the audio. I started playing it yesterday, and I was like, Ugh. I called you Carla. And Anthony, I don't care what he says, and we're going to finally play it at some point for everyone to hear it. Your Jersey accent. I don't you're have like, one. You're like, yeah, when Carla and I are doing Mighty Fart. <laughs> <laughs> what? I do not sound like that. And I was like, what? Who are these people? And I'm like, yeah, it's so fun. The weekend. Yay. <laughs> it is weird. I heard a little bit of it. The weird part was calling you Carla. Ugh. Uh, I haven't done that in a very long time. Yeah, since 2014. And it's funny because everyone at Elvis' show used to, before, like, like when you first started, yeah. before you were actually well, on the air as a personality, you were just Carla. You were the, the stupid Carla. girl from North Arlington, Carla. I was intern Carla. Yeah. And Elvis, Ugh, which so I don't weird. mind intern Carla. I don't le- I don't mind when there's something else, right? Like Aunt Carla was okay. That's about it. Uh, my friends used to call me Carl in high school sometimes. Carl? Yeah, my one mm. friend. Um, But I... um. When I got hired officially, I remember Brody saying to me, you have to decide if you want to go by Carla or Carla Marie. Okay. And I was like, mm, let's do Carla. Well, my only concern was that it was a lot of, a lot to say. Yeah, it's two names. And 
I wanted to go by Carla Marie, but I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, is Elvis going to be mad? And I wasn't sure what to put on my business card at the time, whatever it was. And there, he was like, well, what do you want to be called? And I said, Carla Marie. He's like, let's do it. And that I was wonder, because people have given you crap, like, oh, well, I wonder if, uh, you know, maybe you can change your name and be just be Carla or something. I wonder if anyone had that conversation early on with uh, John Jay, who's a, a huge radio personality in the Phoenix area, mm-hmm. in Arizona overall, because I, th- I think he's on in Tucson as well. That's where they started. Um, but it, the show is John Jay and Rich. And for a long time, I thought it was three people. Me too. Because like, I remember Elvis was on in the Phoenix area for a little mm-hmm. bit, and everyone was like, oh, the big show there is this show called John Jay and Rich. And I was like, who is John? And I was like, who's who are- Jay and who is Rich? I was like, that sounds like three very ordinary dudes, John Jay and Rich. Um, but obviously, he has a two part name as well, John Jay. Is the first is yeah the guy's I never, name? I never had those co- issues or those conversations until we moved to Seattle and got yes. our own show. Yeah, that, well, that's also because it was set on the air as a brand. It wasn't just like, hey, our our phone producer Carla Marie is here right now. But it's also because when we worked for Elvis, um, <laughs> there was minimal interaction from you know the big executives around the country. Yeah. Uh, we had one guy, his name's Dennis, who was fabulous, but he's like best friends with Elvis. So it was Please. different. It was like having it was like having your crazy uncle come in every now and then and and help. Yeah, like when navigate. your parent can't control you, your uncle comes yes. in. And we've worked with Dennis now for I mean, I've I've known Dennis for 12, 13 yeah. years, but he was one of the first people who took my day Friday and was like, Hey, other people need to listen to this mm-hmm. within the company. It's all him. So but when we got to Seattle, all of a sudden it was like all hands on deck. And yeah. because Seattle's a big city and an important city. Uh, and the stations here had done poorly for so long. I mean, it was uh, going on a decade of failing uh, in the city of Seattle with iHeartRadio specifically. It was like every single executive in the company needed a, needed to interject their opinion. Mm-hmm. And generally speaking, when you're not actually involved in something or asked about something, <laughs> but you feel like you need to get your opinion heard or just have an opinion, they're usually terrible, yeah. right? If you don't have anything you need to say, you probably just shouldn't say anything. And a lot of us like, well, maybe we should just drop uh, her name and make it Carla because it's easier for people to understand like or people hear. People aren't dumb. <laughs> but welcome to the, the age in which we talk to her as or speak to her as Carla Marie. And I will go by nothing else other than Aunt Carla, Caru, or C. What is Caru? Uh, that's what Gabriella used to call me, my niece, when she was a baby. Yeah, but she doesn't do that anymore. No, but sometimes people in my family will call me that. That's silly. But um, I guess we we sometimes call my brother Justin Jackson. So, okay, that's stupid. <laughs> well, it's because my grandfather, I don't know, he definitely knew how to say Justin. He knew all of our other names, but I mean, the guy didn't really speak English, and he just, one day in his head, it clicked that Justin's name was Jackson, and he just, for ju- Justin's whole life, he was Jackson. I feel like old people do that on purpose, but also, like, growing up, my brother or my even, like, my dad would purposely get boyfriends or boy friend Mm -hmm. names wrong yeah it's like a it's like a way to like one up them a little bit and uh, um my best friend alex her dad does that all the time it's a dad thing it's like a dad joke dad humor if you could say who is the ultimate like put this photo next to dad joke it is alex's dad really i would my friend steve his dad is like the king of dad jokes. I've, and I've met Steve's dad and I could see that and yeah. they are very similar. But uh, you've never met Alex that. Oh, my God. Not, no. He is a hoot. Uh, he. So Alex had three best friends growing up. Uh, Dave, Dan and Brian. And he used to call them Doug, Dirk and Brad. 
And what, like, a, what a dad move right and there. And that's all he would call him is Doug, Dirk, and Brad. But I he, plan on doing that one day. Yeah, I totally will. I'm going to have so many good dad jokes and dad-isms. I'm not going to wear the dad shoes, though. But they're, like, cool. No, I'm not wearing the Monarchs. I know that they've had, like, collabs and stuff to I make have, Monarchs cooler. Oh, Monarchs. Uh, they're, they're called the, the, the Air Monarchs, I believe. I got the Feelas. I was actually woke up this morning, and I was like, I'm ordering wigwams. I didn't what get it. What the hell is a wigwam? So, okay, that, I, I'm the socks. Do you remember those? Those are called wigwams? Isn't a wigwam like a, a Native American yeah. a, a tent hut of What are these socks called sort? now? That's what they were called when I was a cheerleader. Like the big, white, thick socks. They were called wigwams? Yeah. So like was, cheerleading socks. It's, now that I think about it, probably. When I said it, I was like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But I bet you this company should change their name. These socks. Oh, so the brand is wigwam. Yeah. Or the style is wigwam. So the brand is, but the style that I All like. Right. Those. And that still exists today. That's a yeah, thing that people, website. you can buy the wigwam socks. Wig, huh. Yeah, but they don't know what, now they have like cool ones. And I want like these, the like the ones you scrunch down, like a uh, Hooters girls wear. Yeah. I'm going to wear those with my dad socks. Cause like Princess Diana used to dress like this and bike shorts and an oversized sweatshirt done. So cool. Nineties. Here I am. Is that what's like, is that what the kids are wearing these days? Mm-hmm. Okay. I know we have native American people who listen to this podcast. Can you please let me know if. I should not buy from that company. Wigwam socks? Yeah. I mean, I, I've got no idea. So yeah, let us know. You can email us. Hello at CarlaMarieAnthony.com. Or just DM me. Or that. But I feel like emails are easier to like sort and organize. Because I'll, I'll, there are times where people will message me uh, and DM me specifically. I'm, I'll never see you again. It, there's, it's not really a good system. Because you can't organize anything. Do you know how many times I've posted on Instagram? Like, hey, to the person who was yeah. talking about this, I can't find you. Yeah. Because Instagram, uh, Twitter is going to roll this out. Instagram doesn't let you search keywords in your DMs. Mm -hmm. So if I go into my DMs and I start like typing a name, it'll like literally bring up, like if I'm like uh, Lion, it'll bring up, what's that guy's name? Lion King? The, <laughs> the soccer player. Lionel Messi? Yeah, like isn't it spelled lion? Kind of, yes. So it would literally bring up his Instagram account. Yeah. I've never messaged that man in my life. I don't even yeah. follow him. No, I don't know what to tell you, Carla Marie. So that's my qualms with... I don't know uh, what to tell you, Carla. Ew. <laughs> um, I had things to talk about today. Well, let's hear it. One thing is that we talked about this on the Morning Show podcast today that, uh, yes, it's Friday the 13th, but Friday, the goddess of or god of Friday is Venus. Mm -hmm. And I had never looked up like the meaning or like what she stood for before. I'm your Venus. Yes. I'm your fire, your desire. What is it? For? Uh, it's for Schick. Is it Schick or Gillette? It's like a women's. It's Venus a women's razor. razor. Yeah. Um, so Venus says the whole thing about Venus is this Friday is the perfect time to kick back, socialize and connect with others. Venus's charming energy makes it the perfect day to get creative or even go on a first date with your crush. Friday is also ideal to indulge in self-love, not to mention the pleasures of life. And I was like, it's kind of what we yeah. set up for fr we, Monday Friday. We are, I am Venus. You can't. You are the goddess Venus. Yes. That makes the Gillette. Smooth glide. What's we it should have just called this Venus Friday. No, no, Venus Day. No, we should not. My Venus Day. Uh, the Gillette Venus Sensitive Disposable Razor. You're the goddess of that. Congratulations, Carla. Ew, stop saying it. <laughs> so fr Venus uh, Marie. So Friday, and it has to do with the planet Venus also. Okay. What else did you have? Because now we're moving on from that. We can't sit here and just theorize about Venus the whole time. Um, My realtor. 
Jessica James, who sold me my house, who works for Windermere, has an open house in Ballard on Sunday. You're buying another house? And it's a brand new townhome. And she was like, oh, I'll be around if you want to come by. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm going to go look at this cool new house. And I was like, do people just do that for funsies? I think people who might be like either thinking about moving, just not right away. I think they might be like, oh, let's see what's on the market. Let's Mm -hmm. see what kind of things are available and what prices are. I also think if you are getting ready to uh, redecorate or redesign or do some sort of construction, remodeling, Mm -hmm. the re's, if you will. So far, none of those for me. But I think people, it makes sense to say, oh, let me see what new builds are coming equipped with. What kind of outlets are they using? What kind of like appliances (laughs) are they installing? You know? Yeah, so I can go be like, what the hell? I'm scared. I'm going to go and be like, why doesn't mine have this? Oh, you will. Absolutely. What if they have heated floors? My feet are always freezing. They might. <gasps> there, people do install heated floors. I know that. People install heated driveways too. I know, so you don't have to shovel. So that for like light snows, you don't really have to do much. If it dumps like four feet, you're still going to probably have snow mm. on that, that driveway. I'm just going to have a uh, driveway that you turn it on and it's fire. Flames come out of it. You could. I mean, there's nothing to say like the same technology for uh, like gas fireplaces. Uh-huh. There's nothing to say you can't have like three strips of that in the middle of your driveway. Sure there is when your gas car <laughs> just happens to be well, like. No, but you're not going to turn it on. What if someone What if uh, someone flips it on and then your car blows up in then, your driveway? Then you know what? That's your fault. Yeah. What if someone, what if you leave your phone on the oven and someone turns it on? What? Your phone will be roasted, right? That's a little different. It's not. Physically, like I'm it's being forgetful and making a bad decision. I'm picturing this like a little switch in your garage, and like the kid hits it. You know, like this is a little different. Well, maybe you put a safety on it. You know. Okay. I don't know. I think there's a way to do it, where you can kind of like cook your uh, cook your driveway. I haven't people like taken blowtorches. Yes, I. So my parents' house, and it's it's different now because they have subdivided their property and and whatnot. When we first moved into the house, though, I was in second or third grade. And do you remember moving in? Yes. Like, do you remember physically moving? Yes. Were you excited that? Oh, yeah. Because we had been living in Clifton, but I was going to school in Ridgewood and we had to lie about it for a very long time. So you had it. Oh, my. so because my grandmother lived in Ridgewood. So we used her address. So what is that like as a like your parents teaching you to lie at a young age? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just being Middle Eastern. <laughs> and it's not it's not lying. It's learning how to finagle the system in your to your liking okay continue um so we used to use my grandmother's address Mm -hmm. as my home address but anyway we moved from clifton to this house in ridgewood and it was a very old house i mean when we moved in it was already over 100 years old oh shit it was an old farmhouse that's why there were two properties on the there are two homes on the property for a while because one of the homes it was much smaller and it used to be a stable that the old owners it was grandfathered in you were allowed to have those two homes those two Mm-hmm. structures and it was an old stable that was converted into a home like with a basement and a second yeah. floor and everything so for whatever reason though the driveway of our house when we first moved in was monstrous like it was i'm not exaggerating when i said we had a parking lot on our property you could fit comfortably probably 20 cars. Jesus Christ. It was huge. And the house, for the record, it's not like we lived in a mansion. This is an old, rundown, 100-year-old home. The property was big, and for whatever reason, well, it wasn't they paved. Really a dr- yeah, they just paved. They it's paved not that a was, lot of it. Yeah. No, it was, I mean, it was a driveway that led to... Maybe because they were sick of farming. They said, let's just lay down the tar. Maybe. But for a long time, 
my brothers and I, when it would snow, Oof. we'd have to clear the entire driveway. First, the 20 cars that were coming? Well, because we'd park in the back. So it was a long, like, lead up to where it, you know, kind of bubbled out into the, the, the parking lot size area. And we also, because it was a larger property, um, the sidewalk, we were the only houses on our side of the entire block that had a sidewalk. But so we still had to shovel it. Otherwise we'd get a ticket. And I can't tell you how many times I would sit there at like 11, 12, 13 years old and just be like, how do I light this thing on fire? So I don't (laughs) have to actually shovel it. Yeah. And when I was, let's say 11 or 12 years old, my brothers were four and seven years younger than me. So like they weren't really helping. No. So for a while it was just me. And then by the time they got old enough to do that, my dad ended up hiring a guy who would come in with his truck. Yeah. I didn't probably shovel a single thing till I was like a late teens. Really? Did your yeah. dad do everything? Dad, my brother. Okay. Um, And mom, my dad has a snowblower and he loves to like do the whole block and then complain. Like About not what? that people don't think like he's not, he just wants like a, Hey, thanks. Right, like okay. he'll do a whole the whole block. I'm like, yeah, I snowblowed their their whole freaking property. They don't even look at us. And I'm like, yeah, but, but did they ask, ask you to? Yeah, that. exactly. That's the same the same issue I have when people are like, oh, I let that person go, um, in traffic and they didn't wave to well, me, or oh, I no. held this door open and they no. didn't wave to me. No, we no, you can't say that because we've are we've talked about this on the show, like back on Power ninety three three when I held the door and the guy didn't say thank you and I said you're welcome. Yeah. And you you agreed with me. No, I didn't. That's not true. And I will, you know what? If I let you go in traffic, I will flip out if you don't say thank you. I think you. traffic. So maybe I am like my dad. Traffic might be the exception where I'm like, you should at least get a wave or a, a nod or you know, a flick of the, the high beams or something. Mm-hmm. Anything to be like, thank you for making my life that much easier. The door holding thing, I don't think you actually need to get a thank you every single time. I don't. If you didn't want to hold the door open, you didn't have to hold the door open. You could have just kept going. I'm, I'm always like, thank you so much. Okay, well, you're over the top. I, and you do not do it like that. You're yeah. probably like, thanks. Blah. No, it depends how far I had to, like how long they held it for. No, and we've talked about this too. Sometimes it's rude of you to hold the door. <laughs> no. Sometimes, if I'm that far away, I don't agree. just go. I don't agree. I don't follow that. I, I look at that as a, this is so nice of this person. No, absolutely not. I'm going to see people 100 yards away and start holding doors. Just no, because courtesies can sometimes be inconvenient. I know, but we're not going to talk about incourtesies is what we're going to call them. They're inconvertices. Inconvertices is the new thing. But I think there are. There can be times, like especially the holding the door open for a, a long time. It's like, dude, just close the door. Let me walk. If I was on crutches in a wheelchair, I don't know something, then absolutely hold the door open, right? But if you look at me and I'm walking like a you know normal person down the hallway. Well, just let me. Let, I talked let me do about it. this. Maybe it was on Twitch. I was going to my chiropractor appointment, and it's in the same building as a preschool. Oh yeah, we did talk about this. Which I feel like I have to be, like, hold my standards very high, or just be a upstanding citizen when I'm there. Yeah, hopefully. So the second I get on property, I put a mask on because you have to wear one in the building because it's a medical building, and um, there's preschool in there. So I like I want these small children to see adults wearing masks so they don't start causing a ruckus. Oh, you're a groomer. I see. Okay, don't say that. <laughs> that's what DeSantis would call you. <laughs> Anthony. Just saying, that's what DeSantis would call oh you. Oh, my God. You're indoctrinating them. So, 
this little girl was the last of her group because she was she had a she must have been the door holder of the week. Okay, letting all the kids in because the playground's right there. And she saw me at the bottom of the ramp, and it was a whole ramp I had to walk up. Like, oh, that's yeah, I've walked up thirty it's, feet. It's a lot. And she just started holding the door, and the teacher was like, "What is this kid doing?" She looked and she saw me walking up the ramp, and the teacher was like. That's very nice of you to the girl. And I no, got it's there not. And I was like, thank you. I was like, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I was like, that's a good kid. No, they, that's where they need to teach that kid how to make common sense decisions. They're too young. You just teach them to be as good as possible and then let them deteriorate as they get older. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's impressive. How do you teach your kid not to be crappy? Because I guess you have to. It's You as a parent have to start changing. Because like, right? I think about that all the time. Like things that I do are just any habit, right? Like. Sleeping in, not eating well, mm-hmm. cursing, whatever. It's like, man, I have to change my whole life. You know, this is a good question that we can uh, we can hit next week as long as you email us. And so hopefully every parent does this because I'm assuming that every parent has tweaked a little bit of their actions, their personalities, their habits. You have to lead by their language. You have to 100% lead by example and go over the top sometimes to, I think, be nice or just in certain situations because you don't want your kid yeah. to be shitty because then it just makes your life easier. So here's what you do. If you are a parent, I'm talking directly to you, mm-hmm. um, whether you've been a parent for 18 years, 20 years, or two months, what thing have you changed? And I don't want you to email us and be like, oh, I'm just so much more protective now. That's not what we're talking about here. What personal attribute, habit, uh, language, what did you change when you had kids because you thought, I don't want to pass this trait yeah. or this characteristic onto my child. Because that's what that, that's what generational uh, trauma and generational yeah. habits, they, they all come from passing things down and, and learning from seeing and hearing your parents. I feel like I've heard, I'm not just saying this like as a, oh, this is how life works. I've heard from most men who change when they become dads and often when they become dads to girls. Okay. Because I feel like they've, they're they always like, oh my God, like, no, I'll, in boys, they'll protect their boys too, but like, no, I want to like protect her from men because you can, you've seen what other men and boys do and you okay. become like very protective and you just, something switches. Yeah. But what I want to find out is what specific things, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't want you to say, oh, I'm more protective right, now. Right, right. I want you to say but- like, well, now I don't curse out my Xbox when I'm playing because I don't want my kid to start screaming every time they get frustrated with a toy. Right. Something like that. Right. I don't know. I made that up. Um, I think it would be interesting to see what what parents are, are cutting out. What would you cut out, Carla Marie? Well, I think about all the time I'd have to pet my cats less. What? Because then I'd have to take care of a kid and I can't be laying with my cats. Yeah, you'd probably have to make sure that kid is fed and breathing and things like that. And that's going to be a, it might be a deal breaker. Okay. <laughs> It's so weird. But I don't do bad things. Because like I think about this all the time. I grew up and I never cursed in front of my parents. But that's also because I never heard my parents curse. Like oh. very, very rarely did I hear my parents ever use a swear word. Oh, no. My parents always curse. And I feel like by the time I was 13, I was like, I'm saying bitch. And then I started saying bitch. And then I would like push the little. No. And I would. I think I would follow my parents lead. Well, that's exactly. Because in that there's certain things I wouldn't follow my parents lead with. But. And I guess it's different because I take it back. They would sometimes curse in Arabic mm-hmm. or there are like phrases right. that are curses in Arabic, but 
they don't hit the same way. No, like fangu. What does that mean? Fuck you. Oh yeah, uh, not Sorry. like that. Oh god, if people listen in Arabic, it's, it's a hard. lot of like it's a lot of like things you would say like blank your mom, blank yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. curse your dad who brought you into this world, like things <laughs> like that. That's how you right. curse people out in Arabic. Um, but I never cursed in front of my parents. And I remember going to. Uh, for lack of a better term, going to some of my white friends' houses growing up when I was in like middle school and I'd hear them curse and their their siblings curse in front of and to their parents. It's like, a, it's shocking. It was like, you you could have literally taken me to Jupiter and <laughs> dropped me off and I would have felt more comfortable <laughs> really? on that planet That's than funny. I felt in my friends' homes hearing them curse in front of their parents. Yeah, it's a- uh, My it's, whole world melted, melted. My whole family just, I mean, when I get around them, even my parents, right? I curse more around my parents than I think anyone really? at this point. And not at them, yeah. obviously. Like, just telling stories. Maybe it's just New Jersey. I don't know what I it is. I still don't. And I curse a lot. I've definitely cursed in front of your parents, so now maybe I should not do that. You probably shouldn't. I don't. Or, or at least... But so I don't have to do what you do. Let me take this back. I can't say that I have now, as an adult, never cursed in front of my parents. Um, they've seen me play sports. I'm, I'm a little bit of a wild card in that setting. Yeah, we're, we know. But when I'm at home, I still almost never. There are times where they might overhear me talking to my brothers. Right. Or something, and uh, that'll slip through. Mm -hmm. But if I'm having a conversation with my parents. Right. Like, now, what is the I, I really don't think I do ever. What is the re You'll call someone like an idiot. You'll be like, oh, they're an idiot. Yeah. That's a jerk. Moron. Uh, those all, yeah, those all pass. <laughs> but you don't. Like the F word? Now, is that just because you've never done it or you think it's disrespectful? I think a little bit of both. But it's like, it is it disrespectful because it's just a word, right? We've talked about this before and there's a lot of stuff that's like, yeah. we put so much weight into a word. So, but here's, and I under, I totally understand that, okay? I understand that words only have meaning and power when we give it to them, Correct. right? However, if it is only a word... Right, if we're gonna go with that understanding, if it is only a word, just like any other word, why is it so important to use it? It's not important, but if it comes out, it's not bad. No, 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 because there are certain people. So, I there's actually a podcaster who I was listening to last summer for a while. He has these like Monday motivation things. Yes, and he was going to like being your authentic self. He's like, listen, my my grandmother for a long time told me not to curse, but I was like, it's just a word. This is who I am, and I thought. You can't say it's only a word and it is also who you are. I think those things contradict one another because if it is only a word, Gary then how v. does that word? Gary Vee says this too. But then how does that word come to define you as a human or the use of that word define you as a human? And it does. I wouldn't say defines you as, I don't know what that person's saying. Yes. I don't say defines you as a human. The thing with Gary Vee was someone said to him, do you think you sound, it was either like sound less intelligent or do you think your point doesn't come across or why do you feel the need to curse? It was yes. something like that. And he's like, because I just do, like I enjoy it. I think my, I think sometimes maybe it makes my point more. Well, and I, I do think, I agree with that. I think sometimes it can be used for emphasis, but again, the counterpoint to that is if you use it all the time, then it, then it has no emphasis. I agree. I try to find, I don't know. Right? I don't think I use it all the time. No, but you- I'm not, we're not, I'm not talking to you directly. Right. Um, there are people who I knew are like, I just like to curse. That's what I do. Don't tell me. I'm like, okay, now I get it. And they'll, they'll use that same 
thing. They'll use the the excuse of, well, I use it for emphasis. I said, well, you can't use it all the time because not everything you say mm-hmm. requires the same emphasis. And if you're using it like that, then you're throwing that word away. I It's just, and I'm like, I'm completely, I agree 100%, 50% with what you're saying. I and that's the, I, I agree and disagree with what I'm saying. Exactly. At the same time. Um, I like, there's so many times where I'm like, what the, f-? and I like, I enjoy saying it. Mm-hmm. But also, it's funny, now this is making me think, that means like no one, none of your older cousins, when you were like a baby, were like, Anthony, say shit. No, because they had to get their asses kicked. Okay, so in my family. And that was for emphasis, because you would really get whooped. <laughs> well, I, would get I, whooped. I don't think ass is a curse. If, if I said that word in front of my grandparents when I was a kid, I would be murdered. Murdered. <laughs> okay. So, and you have to remember that I'm coming from right. uh, an immigrant family. And not only an immigrant family, I'm coming from an immigrant family that came from Jerusalem. <laughs> okay. We came, like, literally came from a, a Christian okay. family from the birthplace of Christianity. My, my grandmother didn't even want to get married to my grandfather. She wanted to be a nun until she was like 20. Do you think Jesus cursed, though? Probably. Yeah. It's actually in the Bible that he cursed. What? When he was, uh, when he went to probably? the temple. No. When I think the only time that he showed anger and swore, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, you can email us, hello at carlamarinanthony.com, was when he walked into the temple and people were selling things. There was essentially like a little bazaar set up in the temple. I'd be pissed, too. And he was like, this is a place for prayer. Get the Not a place for you to make money. And he like flipped tables over. He went Jesus. full Real Housewives of New Jersey. Yeah. Who knew? That's why we're all like this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And again. What would Jesus I, I, do? I could have. <laughs> I could have uh, butchered that story a little bit. Wait. I'm it's gonna been wait. a while. But yeah. So now I'm going to do WWJD. Remember when those bracelets like the. I had one. The, the fabric like. Black and white um, was not like. I had a maroon embroidered. and white. Uh, WWJD. Yep. I had one of those. But like, I wasn't saying it religiously. I feel like we were saying it like it was 90s and it was cool. Oh, no. I think I got it from like my church youth group back in the day. They like gave them out to everyone. But you know what was crazy? It was like, it was like a stagecoach or Coachella wristband. Yeah. You put it on, it wasn't coming off. Maybe yeah. it was from church. Well, it had like a buckle of some sort. It had like a, it was you a chassis put it on like a, like a buckle, <laughs> a purity ring. Um, Okay, wait. You said something about oh cursing as a baby. Okay. Oh yeah. So in my family, it is customary to teach a child to try to say. Oh, absolutely word. not. Like my father would Absolute, do it because I and this this might make me sound like an old curmudgeon. I don't think there's anything cute or funny about that. Okay, so because part of me, part of me, and this again, make fun of me all you want. Mm-hmm. That kid is going to grow up to curse at some point, right? Don't teach him. Yeah. There's no reason okay. to accelerate it. So I think I talked about this on here before. And I, I say that often because I don't want to sound like you said that before, you idiot. I may have. Okay. My brother, 17 years older than me, would teach me how to give the finger. Mm-hmm. how to like, And mainly because he wanted to just be a menace. Yeah. And just drive my pain. He thought it was hilarious, right, to his friends. But like, look what I taught my five-year-old sister to yes. do. So that would happen all the time. But prior to that, before anyone actually taught me, I learned by example. And one of the first things my parents always say that I said was, and we had like the garbage man would come down the street and the sound would be so loud. And I like jumped one day 
two years old and went running to them. And I was like, mom, dad, the garbage man scared the shit out of me. And they were like, <laughs> okay. It, they were like dying. They were like, don't, it's like in my baby. Yes. They're like, don't say that. Like you can't, don't say that, yeah. but we get it. Cause we've been saying it. So I think I, I grew up with a lot of older cousins. So it's mm. not like I, as a baby or as a kid, I never it. cursed or never heard it, but it was, there was always, it always came with the warning. Mm-hmm. If they heard me curse, it was like, you better not say that in front of our parents or in front of our grandparents. Mm -hmm. There was always a a clear distinction. And it's funny because I think growing up, I didn't have parents or aunts. Well, I take that back. My two young, my youngest aunt and my two youngest uncles were actually close to my cousin, my older cousin's ages. So they were kind of like that transition of like friends to authority figures. Yep. I'm there. Um, but none of my aunts and my or uncles or parents were like friends growing up. They were authority figures. Like they were nice, obviously. They we we had a good time and the whole family operated, but there was a very clear line drawn I of like say- you you need to we will treat you perfectly. Mm-hmm. We will raise you right, but you have to respect that we are not the same. Yeah, right I, now. And I, that changed I, when I got older. That's interesting because I, I didn't really have aunts and uncles that I was like, I had one aunt who mm-hmm. just obviously much older, but like my brother and sister, they, I like, I listened to them, whatever they mm-hmm. told me to do. I listened to them, but also knew I could get away with a lot yes. around them. But, and I had that with my, like my older cousins, mm-hmm. like my cousin, Chris, my cousin, Paul, like they were still authority figures. And they would babysit us and stuff, but they were fun. Yeah. 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 And there was a clear distinction between them and what I could get away with with them than what I could get away with with my parents. And I couldn't curse. But again, as I was like scared shitless of my parents growing up. Yeah. But also, again, another thing that's written in my baby book is we had a dog named Binky Mm -hmm. who I tortured the hell out of as a child. And one day, my mom heard me talking to him, and I was like two or three, and I was like, come here, fucking dog. Come here, fucking dog. And she was like, that's when I realized that I'm always like, oh, that fucking dog. Yeah. And Which is, I, goes back to the email we're asking people to send us, yeah. is what thing, as a parent, did you realize once you had a kid, you're like, oh, I should probably cut this out. Not, And it doesn't have to be the worst thing in the world, right? Your kid saying the F word mm-hmm. is not the end of the world. No. But it's something where, like, I would rather, I would rather create a home where that's not the norm. Yeah. So we're going to give ourselves homework over this next week to ask our parents the same question. Mom and dad. What did they stop doing? Yeah. Stop doing or. Yeah, I could ask them. My dad's going to give me a smart ass answer, so I'll come back with nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom will probably be give me something that's, I don't know. Um, then, then I'm going to be like, what about cursing? And then she'll be able to give me more. But did your parents ever stop cursing around the house? No. <laughs> that was a no. That was a very faint no, no. from Carla Marie. They do not. They're still they're cursing right now. And it's funny because obviously uh, I probably sound like a little curmudgeon or like a little uh, schoolboy. Like, oh, you can't curse or whatever. I Listen, I curse all the time. I just, I kind of like the fact that I can look back at no, I, my I, child and be like, no, there was a very clear distinction of like, this is how it is okay to act. Mm-hmm. In, and it's okay to be, I think this is what it comes down to. You can be your true self mm-hmm. in different forms. Your true self, I've never, I've never been of the belief that your true self is 
100% consistent all the time. Oh, of course. I think your true self has to adapt to different scenarios and different groups of people that you're with. And your core is still the same. Mm-hmm. Because if your core is like, oh, my true self is I'm a person that curses. That's weird. You're not a real per- – that's not a real – that's not, that's not a, a trait. Yeah. Right? You're just attaching some weird language to you as a, as a human. But that's not a personality no. trait. No. Um, what? Why do you? Why are you to, looking at me? I have to go to the doctor. Oh, okay. <laughs> not like something just happened. I'm dying. <laughs> I have to get to my doctor's appointment today. I'm going to uh, Doctor A, my naturopath, who's going to give me trigger point injections because my entire body hurts. Peace up, Doctor A. Down. <laughs> I'm gonna tell her you said that. I wonder if she's going to know what I'm talking about. Probably not. Well, thank you very much. I don't even know how we got to being almost a a 40-minute long podcast. I had other things to talk about, and we didn't. You're going to have to wait. Uh, And please remember, all the parents out there, whether it's been a day or 30 years of of parenthood, what thing have you changed? The second you became a parent or soon after, you said, I've got to cut this out. This is not something that I would like to pass on. It could be very serious. right? If there's family trauma that you are trying to be the end of, that's it great. can it can a hundred percent be that serious, um, but it can also be as something as simple as I stopped sitting so close to the TV because I didn't want my kid to do it. Oh my god, my dad <laughs> used to yell at me for that all the time. Uh, thank you very much for hanging out with us, and don't forget if you have not checked out our brand new podcast, we actually just this morning, but we haven't announced it officially yet. Well, this is right it. Now. We have reached over one hundred thousand listens on our brand new podcast called the Morning Show Podcast, which we just launched. At the very end, the very tail end of February. Yeah, so we're, we're not even three full months in. No. 100,000 uh, listens. We are very proud of that because it's this little thing that we started with no real backing. Mm-hmm. Um, like this podcast, we got to start with Elvis. Yeah. Jumping on board pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Thank God for Elvis. Um, so if you have not done that yet, there is a link in the description of this podcast episode that will send you to the Morning Show podcast or wherever you're listening to this, you can just search yep. the Morning Show podcast. And make sure our names are on it because then that's ours. Yeah, yeah, that's us. Thank you very much for hanging out with us this week. And uh, I really want to say go F yourself, but actually say it. (laughs) Don't do that. Go F yourself, San Diego. (laughs) 